0: the lives of our Kabir were a reflection of all the sifat of Iman that should be in a person. They had made that effort to bring all these qualities in it. So all the things that Rasulullah left for the Ummah and the beautiful example that he showed, they imbibed that. And this became very evident in their lives through their various incidents. Among our Kabir, Shaykh Al-Hind, uh, Mahmoud Hassan Diobandi, Rahmatullahi, was the first student of Darulun Deoband and became the Sheikhul hadith then in his time. And on one occasion he was in some place and the people asked him to give a talk. So he declined saying that this is, he's not accustomed to giving public talks. His real platform was the masnad of hadith, the dars. Used to be a person who was accustomed to giving uh, lessons, public talks were not something that he was accustomed to, so he declined. But they insisted. So any case when they insisted, so eventually he then, when he declined to, he declined on the note that I am not capable of this, which is what he said. I am not capable of it. So any case people insisted, so he started giving the talk. So he started giving the talk. He quoted the hadith. أَشَدُّ عَلَى الشَّيْطَانِ مِنْ أَلْفِ And he translated it then, that one faqih one person with the true and correct understanding of deen is more severe on shaitan, more harder on shaitan than a thousand worshippers, meaning who are without any understanding and faqahat So somebody who was there in the gathering, he objected to this. And he said that such a person who doesn't even know how to translate one hadith correctly he should not be he not permissible to for him to give any talk so shaykhul himd without any hesitation immediately he said look i have already been declining beforehand that this is not something i am able to do but the people insisted i eventually had to start but now you have just proved to the to them also what i had said initially Saying this, he immediately sat down. In any case, after <coughs> sitting down, then he separately came to the person and he asked him that if you correct my mistake, I will then benefit from it in the future. He said that you translated this hadith, وَهُوَ أَشَدُّهُمْ أَشَدُّ عَلَى uh, فَقِيهٌ وَاحِدٌ عَلَى Ashad أَشَدُّ عَلَى الشَّيْطَانٌ أَشَد, You translated as more severe, more hard and difficult, whereas this meaning is incorrect what should the meaning be? The meaning should be more harmful. Shaykh al-Hein then very calmly asked him that what about the hadith where Nabi Islam says that the wahi would come to me in various ways and sometimes it would come مثل الصلصرة jaras, like the ringing of a bell. How will you translate the word ashaddu in this context, in this place? It's obvious it doesn't mean most harmful. It can only mean most difficult, that there used to be physical difficulty felt at that time when the wahi used to be received. So this person realized his mistake and he apologized. But now the various lessons that are so glaring in this, one is when the person said to him, you're not capable of giving a talk without any thought, without any second thought, because this was what he believed about himself. He immediately accepted that and sat down, whereas he was far more capable than anybody else present there. But this was that ingrained tawazu and humility, and the reality of tawazu is to think nothing of oneself. I'm nobody, I'm nothing. Not that I'll pretend to be nothing. That is also a starting point of tawazu, where a person forcefully reminds himself, though his heart is not accepting it, but keeps reminding himself that I'm nobody. And in time, inshallah, the heart will start realizing it. But this became his natural condition, that he truly believed himself to be nobody and nothing. Then, it became clear afterwards that he was right, and this person who objected was wrong. But he didn't make any issue about this. He could have debated that matter right there, right now, in the presence of all the people, and made it obvious who was wrong, who was right, so that his respect and honour in the sight of people is not now dented in any way. They might now go here living thinking about it that he doesn't know anything. These things didn't matter to them that what the people's perception was about them. People's perceptions, people's thoughts about them, that was not the concern. The concern was Allah ta'ala must be pleased with them. So these are the things that we need to acquire. This reality of tawazu, this aspect about just debating for the sake of trying to show I'm better. All these things didn't exist in their lives. Otherwise this was the ideal time to show this person is wrong, I am right, I can debate this matter with him to show that I am one better, I can debate this, I can bring a proof from here and there and everywhere. This was not their way. Their way was to humble themselves for Allah Ta'ala and to do what is required, obviously, and stay away from things that are this pleasing to Allah wa Ta'ala. This is what made them reach the height that they reached. Allah Ta'ala give us